everybody. Welcome, Crusaders and friends. Welcome to the uh, welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, the dedicated Ashes of Creation podcast, now running 34 episodes strong on this day, where our dedicated Pathfinders venture into these weekly episodes discussing theory crafting, game updates, community, your questions, and news of all things Ashes. I'm going to give a shout out to our patrons and our paladins, which are our Patreon supporters and our uh, Paladins of the Crusade, which are the subscribers here on Twitch. Um, you guys literally keep the Crusade marching, so thanks so much for everything you all do. Big, big shout out to you guys, seriously. Um, I'm your host, Seymour, and I am joined today by my co-host, Daedalus. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how's it going, everybody? How you doing, Sim? Oh, you know, man, kicking it, keeping it real, brother. Speaking of kicking it, or speaking of keeping it real, can my cat back up off me, please? Come on, Spot. Just saying, he's got to make his like debut. He's like, you've been working all day, man. Come on, Sim. <laughs> Theater Elf and Chat, how you doing, homie? Yeah, you know what? Whew, it's been a busy day, but we are going to be doing these now on Mondays regularly. I did not go and promote this at all. Um, I, I kind of testing a theory on some stuff. You want to see him, Spot? Do you actually want to? Might get a little. Come on, come on, come on, Bubby. There he is, Spot. You want to look at the camera, Bub? Hey, Spot. He's like, he's like, no, you're a good boy. There he goes. I got two cats, just in case. Sorry, theater. I was like, show me the cat. I'm like, all right, hold on, let me get him up here. I guess. Um. So yeah. So you know what, man? Uh, this is a, a pretty cool episode to me because this is like the rebranding episode. It's no longer the Simcast. Um, I'm actually really excited about the changes. It feels more ashes oriented and I've been been on the table to, to do this for a while now. Um, so today we're going to talk about the road, the road ahead. It's 2019. I hope everyone had a really great new year. Um, we are one thing to say, uh, we are still have one spot left for a co-host, a potential co-host to help co-host this uh, podcast um, in the future. So if you're interested, hit me up. Um, the goal is to kind of have three of us and then with an occasional fourth that kind of guests and comes on and stuff. But I really want to have a nice little triforce, if you will, of of us here. Um, so anyway, the road ahead, we want to talk about some of the things up ahead. Now, I, I got to say... Um, I wanted to respond to a few comments, uh, just kind of shout outs about some of the comments on the the last video um, that we posted, uh, the last episode of the Simcast uh, in its final title, such as it is. We had some really great feedback, you know, like people like TLF here, um, Weird over there dropping some comments, Pragmatic, which Pragmatic Bias gave a super cool, um, uh, what I consider a compliment about the podcast. So I really do appreciate that. Thanks so much, man. Um, had a uh, Don who dropped by, he's, he's made, uh, mentions. He said, basically, you know, appreciated that we're positive. And I'm like, it's really good. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff. That's really the reason that keeps us going. I think, you know, I did it initially. I didn't know, really know what, a how to do podcasting, you know, um, kind of just went with it and winged it. And we've gotten to a point now where we're polished. We did talk a little bit about the content creators fiasco, um, with one in particular last episode. I'm not really going to talk about that, but there might be some hints at it. You know, uh, TL, as always, thanks for your comment on the video, Heather. Um, we had one from a particular guy named Randy that I would like to talk about in a little bit here. Um, but yeah, Margaret, the new community manager, actually 
dropped by on that episode and uh, popped in and said something really cool um, in response to some of what we had said, talking about she had some muscles, I guess. She's uh, she's up to the task. And I did notice today uh, that she was making her presence on the uh, official Discord today, too. Um, but yeah, I think she's doing a really good job. She she really took the effort to jump out there, kind of get up ahead of you know her first day and uh, kind of speak to the community, kind of respond to some people. Hey, Kerosene, how you doing in chat? How you doing? And uh, Candy, hey guys, nice to be, nice to, to be here. Um, but yeah, we've we've had a it's been a very very long year here, but uh, it's really awesome to kind of get started into this kind of rebranding and start streaming it on Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central, you guys. And but back to Margaret, she she seemed like she was dropping around. I know she dropped by one of your videos and posted a comment. I know she's done it on some other ones that was brought to my attention she was making her rounds but what are some of your thoughts about her her doing that i have my thoughts but yeah i mean i think it's just happy um i'm really happy to see the new community marketing lead um paying attention to broader content creation not necessarily just the bigger fish in the pond i know mm -hmm. there's quite a few of us that have, have been at it for quite some time um and it's great to know that Intrepid is paying attention. And, and even before she started officially, she was out there doing the rounds, checking out all the different content creators, you know, regardless of kind of what their audiences were and just thanking us for feedback, right? And I think that just reinforces, um, you know, what her goals are. It's just listening, making sure that she's focusing on where we're, you know, feedback is being provided in a constructive way. Um, I think she even mentioned it um, on another one of the videos too, is that how she recognized that communication was kind of a huge area where she needed to focus in her job. It just, I mean, from my perspective, it was definitely a great first step. Um, and I also saw some positive feedback for some other content creators that actually worked with her in the past and had good experiences. So that just, in you know, all around, I think it was really positive um, for Margaret, just as a, you know, a first step for those of us that aren't as familiar with her work other than, you know, just the title she's worked on. Mm -hmm. Just good to see that she's already jumping in, you know, feet first and, and getting uh, familiar with all of her folks on the content creation side that she's going to be working with. Yeah, I thought that was great. That also noticed today too, this is just a little sidestep before we get back on track here, but BCG posted his like video, you know. All I gotta say is BCG, if you're watching this, bathe in the light, bitch. You know you love that shit. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool shout out of him though. He was basically had a video that went out and he was ranting and raving and cl clearly putting on a show. Totally a clickbait video, but uh So but... so it must be Monday if he's <laughs> yeah. raving and raving. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> It is Monday, in fact. I just know that. It was pretty. It's pretty funny. I was like, I was like, damn, he's just ranting and ranting, and ranting. You get to the part. I was like, okay, here's where he's talking about me. All right. He was like, don't hate me to some of us, and I was like, man, I don't hate. I appreciate unless you're talking shit, and then I gotta bring the hammer down on you, you know. <laughs> but Ben, on what's up, buddy? So yeah, no, you know, I think I think what she's doing is really smart. I, I do say I do want to say she's doing a. Uh, Kind of a question Q and A sort of thing on Reddit, right? Um, she's got the right going there currently. I'm not sure if it's still going here on this day, Monday, 8 p.m., 8:20, almost p.m. But uh, 
yeah, she, uh, she today was like, you know, made the announcement. She's clearly got control of the Twitter, by the way. Um, cause you can see it kind of happening. She jumped out there today, really got on the communication. That was really, really great. Really good choices. Um, and that on your comment on the last video here, uh, on my channel, this was something she did post was you should see some significant changes in communication. It's her first day. And all I have to say is if this, just this continues, we're in, we're in a whole different world, um, as far Absolutely. as communication goes. So good on her. Congratulations. Welcome her, everybody to the community. Um, got a lot of faith in her and, uh, you know, hopefully she bring, brings a lot of really great, uh, things to the future for the, for the team and for the community itself. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about, you know, there were some really great comments, you know, about positivity and there's one comment in here in particular. I'm just going to talk about this said the game is a train derailment happening in slow motion. You guys are still talking about you and I, by the way, are still trying to sell tickets for it. It's your job. I get it. Actually, it's not a job. I think duty and, and job are a bit different, but you know, duty is if I say I'm going to take on this task or role and I agree to certain obligations such as presenting clear and accurate information and not presenting an opinion as a fact, right? You want to call that my job? Cool. I don't get paid for it. Kind of a volunteer position really, but he said, it's your job. I get it. You guys are locked into positive thoughts or you'll be banished. Not really too worried about being banished. If it happens, it happens. Um, I'm not going to change my beliefs or my thoughts and, and, you know, my free thoughts here uh, for anybody, the studio or otherwise. But am I locked into positive thoughts? I'm sitting here thinking just with Daedalus here on the episodes you've been on, we've had plenty of criticisms of the game. It is passion theater. Elf, that's right. Thank you. But we've had plenty of criticisms. I have had... There's 34 episodes now that I've been doing of this podcast, rebranded or otherwise. And I have had early episodes where I was hammering them pretty hard. So just to be fair, Randy, not quite accurate. It would be really, and this is an example of why it's important to really take a full, you know, look at the full spectrum of information, whether it's a content creator, whether it's a company, whether it's the game itself and any of that, you got to take a look at all of the information I had a comment on Reddit after the last Simcast as well going, I only made it through so much through half of this episode before I gave up, then proceeded to rant. I'm like, your rant gets invalidated by the stuff that was in the other half of that episode if you had just watched it. So it's important that you don't just go, let me go take a look at the snapshot and then just go off and you know talk about derailment or talk about how it's not this or it's not that. These are just examples based on the comments on the SimCast alone where I can say this is an example of somebody who doesn't, they take a look at a snapshot and they go, oh yeah, it's like this one content creator somebody said, or it's like this one game this one time where this happened. Let me just go ahead and call it that. It's like, are you basing that on facts and evidence? No, you're basing it on speculation or someone else's opinion or a snapshot where you miss some of the information really important this is just me saying this is an example of why it's important to take a look at everything make sure you've got all the facts first and if you don't a much better thing would have been to pose a a rational question now it might look like i'm calling out somebody in the community for posting a comment not it's not really like that i'm trying to say 
healthy conversations are important to go and say things are being derailed and this and that. Uh, I don't have to sit here in positivity, but I am going to sit here and try to be factual to the best of my ability. So if I'm not doing that, feel free to call that out. But if that's not it, then maybe you ought to take a look at all the information. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, with that being said, let's take a look at some of the, the roadmap ahead. Okay, so the roadmap towards the end of 2018 related to Ashes of, Ashes of Creation Apocalypse, <clears throat> which is essentially them rewording Alpha 1 Phase 1, right? Essentially, it's a pre-alpha testing environment still. Keep in mind stuff most people wouldn't usually see in a game's production, in a game's development. You wouldn't usually see that. It would usually be at the very end of a pre-alpha or whatever you want to call that, back-end testing. It would be at the end of that coming into early alpha when you start to get some information from studios and everything. So for me, from my perspective, it's easy to just go off and say it's this and it's that when you don't keep that perspective when it comes to game testing. That's the reality. There's all this stuff going on in the back end that usually happens that people don't get to see. The risk that the studio took was full transparency. We want to show them everything. So they made some mistakes along the way. Let's face the facts. That's what they've done. They made some mistakes with how they worded things. They went and said, Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. Here's our timeline, right? So you can go back to like September to December, right? And the the ETA was on track. The you know the the timeline was on track until December, and some of the some of that can be kind of summarized. And I know I'm kind of sitting here going on and on, but I want to make sure everybody's got this, okay? Stephen posted oh the other day. And I pasted this from there. So I want to say it was yesterday or the day before. Today's being Monday, the 7th of January. Steven said, on December 18th, we took a snapshot of the database from the old website, which was on WordPress, not a very scalable uh, or game account-centric solution. The snapshot is the source of truth for all purchases, affiliates, and data. This process took about eight hours to do. When we activated the new website, and allowed users to claim accounts from the database by logging in, errors and code issues became apparent in the process, mainly due to the large number of requests coming into the website. This revealed some major issues in the new backend of the account services architecture. As such, we attempted to hotfix uh, these issues during the playtest. It also became aware or apparent that there were some corruption in the new database, not the snapshot that is backend up and secure, Suffice it to say, he's brought down, this is Steven saying this, he's brought on board a new web team to assist in the cleanup and repair, but it takes time. Need to make sure that's done right. You'll uh, already notice that there is no longer 500 errors on the website. And many can now see that the appropriate shops, um, see the appropriate shops. And he said in due time, the uh, other issues will be fixed. Obviously, they would prefer to have zero issues, but the benefit of having this happen now is that we'll be better prepared for alphas, betas, and launch in the future. I know it's hard, but we are working at it. We'll have updates on our future live stream this Friday, this week on Friday, which is the 11th of January, guys and gals. So why do I read all that out? That is a snapshot of what happened in December that really threw off the timeline, right? That's what happened. They had been working on the partying system. Any of you that were testing know that. If any of you watching my stream, you guys saw that. We were doing all of the testing. They had done the website, which this is not the best choice. They did the website and they uh, were launching the, 
the open beta for Ashes of Creation Apocalypse, the current testing environment for Ashes of Creation, the MMORPG, and also a standalone product in the future, right? They got a lot of hate about that. We've talked about it plenty. Not going to beat that into the ground. But this gave us, this was important from my perspective, Daedalus, because he went out and he said, okay, here's where things went wrong in December. It wasn't posted in news. It's pinned in Ash's discussion on the official Discord. You guys can check it out. So I'm I'm making a point to say this. This is him explaining, here's where things went wrong. Here's what caused us to be delayed a bit. This is why Castle Sieges didn't launch, most likely at the end of December, right? There's a current ETA that's tentative. They're working on it. He said, you'll let us know. He hasn't said when that's going to be, but that they're going to let us know. So what are some of your thoughts about that? I mean, at the end of the day, right, stuff's going to happen, right? There's there's always going to be issues whenever you're onboarding a new system. I mean, personally, I've had situations where they've changed over systems, um, you know, when I've kind of gone to the doctor's office, when I've gone to, you know, different, you know, websites. So obviously, you know, this is not a new thing. If things don't work 100%, I think it's a little naive to think everything's gonna work like that i mean it's what we hope mm -hmm. um in an ideal world but that never happens and i i like the fact that we do have a pretty detailed you know hey this is what happened and here's what we're working on um i think as we talked about earlier as issues like this happen the new uh community marketing lead is going to be that person communicating that and i expect that to be more frequent i think the reason why there might have been a little bit of a time lag people weren't happy with is because once again steven's wearing a lot of hats yeah. he's trying to make sure the developers are you know taken care of he's giving them them the feedback they need and he's also you know working with these other organizations around you know fixing any issues that, you know they've had so yeah, in my opinion, I mean, it is what it is. I, obviously it's not ideal for folks, but it's the growing pains of, you know, bringing an MMO to life, right? You're, nothing's ever gonna go as planned and you gotta be able to roll with that. Um, and this is, I, again, I don't see this as, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't see this as a sign of the apocalypse, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like it's important to kind of keep things in perspective too. When they had outlined, like, so I'm going to quickly outline this and I want to talk a little bit about what maybe we think we can expect or hope to expect to see on the 11th of uh, January on the live stream. Um, so they had September was apocalypse stress testing, October battle Royale. We were already in that. I know. I remember that we got into December. That's when, and they didn't say when they said in December, like we all, had speculated, let's just say the end of December. Here we are, weekend of January. <clears throat> In the grand scheme of things, this isn't that big of a delay right now. I might be saying something different if we hit February and we still have no word or idea of when sieges are going to hit. Because, you know, sieges were supposed to be the end of December or December, whatever. Then, then Horde Mode wasn't even scheduled or slotted till March, right? And then... Right. After that got polished sometime in quarter two, 2019, this year is when we we're going to hit Alpha 1. That is your full-fledged open-world MMORPG traditional experience, testing quests, things like that. You got crafting, the four races, basically. Um, work, they would have been working on the hybrid combat system there. 
um, you know, digging into the eight archetypes. Uh, I didn't say I said four. I meant eight archetypes for races. And they would have been doing things like, you know, dealing with the account, social systems such as like guilds, etc. And the map was going to be like 120 kilometers. That's still scheduled. Still scheduled. That hasn't been pushed back. The only thing that they said has been pushed back is castle sieges. And we know why. Correct. And I think it's important to outline the expectations for the Battle Royale, right? Things they wanted to hit on was the weapon kits, armor, uh, the destructible environment, which they achieved that beautifully, no problem. And you could break that. And by the end of December, you didn't really have the big, you know, you didn't have any. The only thing that would really cause problems was desyncing uh, because of the asshats who wanted to, sorry, I missed to say that. The guys that wanted to break, and you know who you are, and I know who you are too, who wanted to blow up the building and we called Rivertown at the time, uh, the big, big building um, that kind of was arched over a road that went through it. They would blow that up with meteor, meteor spamming and just destroy it and it would desync you. And, you know, people could still do that and the desync was relatively fixed. I mean, they had a fix for it to where it would happen and it might have been real brief instead of like a full minute of just kind of going, well... Can't tell if I'm like, you know, switching weapons right now or running or where I'm even actually at. Which is what happens when you desync. <clears throat> so in the grand scheme of things, everything they want to achieve, duos, uh, singles, squads, they achieved. They got party functionality down pretty well. Um, and performance-wise, it wasn't really that bad. I mean, they they achieved really, if you wanted to say, can they achieve this by the end of December, they did. The problem is, is, is all of that back end stuff they talked about, because that's tied into your accounts too. That's all synergetic, synergized rather. Um, so if that's not working, then you're going to have a lot of problems if they push out all these other modes, especially talking about castle sieges at 100, 100 v 100, right? And that's right. even a little bit of a, I know because they were even going to integrate. Yeah, duos worked. Uh, TL, yeah, it did work. It worked pretty well actually i actually in the last testing phase they had um i believe you could do any of the three i could be wrong but i you guys know i was on that like all the time and i'm i'm pretty sure you could do any of it you know it's not for it wasn't for very long but it was a brief snapshot and duos worked beautifully before too yeah so uh, they had all i mean i played all three modes working just fine um pre and post all the uh account changes that they had so um again you know i've got the experience of the whole testing phase and oh that's too bad tl i'm sorry to hear that yeah it didn't there was there were certain periods where it wasn't working for a while and it was either just solos or just squads for a long time and then they got to where they kind of let you mix it up again but then it was such a small snapshot that it was like right before the holiday and all of that um but anyway this is the stuff like when, when they expand into castle sieges, like that's going to be where, cause you remember, did you test in the early VR testing mode where you had the, the potion for yeah, the horse? Yeah. So they took that out and that's getting implemented back in when we get into castle sieges, right? Because there's going to be some kind of like traveling, you know, and those will be helpful for that to travel, to do the sieging and all that. Uh, they haven't talked a whole lot about it, but um, the timetable is quarter two, 2019, Alpha 1, quarter 3, 2019, Alpha 2, 
And then they've explained that the alpha, or not the alpha, the beta phasing for beta one and two aren't expected to be long. That's just our best information so far. Could change, right? That's why we've said the game's earliest ETA, from my mind, is the end of 2019. Early 2020. That's what I've always thought. I've thought that since the Kickstarter, right? I know that there was that estimated delivery on there for December 2018. I'm going to tell you what I think that means. And I think where people are getting confused. I think what that was supposed to mean was all the stuff that you got for your account. And I feel like I see them having tried to do that with the account integration going on. But I think that they, they didn't meet that. But again, that's my idea of what I, what, how I perceive that to be. But um, let's talk about, you have anything to say about the any of that? Before we kind of move on to this coming live stream no i mean i think you pretty much captured it i mean we know the one month delay right now to me makes sense there is a clear reasoning behind it it's not just like hey we're pushing things out sorry it's there's detail here's what we identified these are things that are going to help us make a better more stable mmo so it, i mean the only thing that i could maybe offer there is it does tend to put a crunch, bigger crunch on what needs to happen this year. And we can talk about that in a bit. But overall, I think that, like you said, the first material miss we had um, has really been with pushing out castle sieges a month. And in the grand scheme mm -hmm. of things, that's not huge. I mean, they were, you know, starting a lot of their other phases earlier. So, uh, I mean, I'm not seeing this as a huge impact of the schedule. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's something that they would rather and i would rather they have some of these issues early so they can solve them there so they're not an issue going forward yeah i agree with that so they they've talked about january live stream uh january 11th live stream which is coming up was that friday mm -hmm. yeah okay friday and this coming friday saturday and sunday if i'm not mistaken are the three days i want to say friday i don't have that pulled up because i've only had so much space on all these screens but you know, I wanted to make sure I had the the timeline for the release schedule, the BR, and all that. Yes, Theater Elf, thank you. I always rely on her, man. So, I'm telling you, TL, TL's a champ, man. So, yeah. So, Friday, we get the live stream. They're going to explain a lot of different things related to what's coming up, what the timeline's going to be. And we talked in the last episode about, you know, it's important to note the goalposts. And, and Keep them fluid if they're changing. Make sure you know where they've changed to and keep that updated timeline. I remember that was a big point that you had as well last time. And yeah. so, you know, along with that, I think if that's going to happen this episode, great. I have a feeling it's going to be part of the deal. Um, but I'm I'm kind of wondering what... I'm kind of wondering what are some things we might be able to expect to see on that. We were doing a little bit of speculation or even just hopeful, you know, hopeful thought here. Like my thing is, is I want an updated timeline. Um, they'd already talked about testing for Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. It's going to be intermittent. It's going to be probably on the weekends. And I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that. Um, here's what I want. And I'm going to come back to what I said before a bazillion times. If you say the servers are opening at 3 p.m. on a Friday. Let them open for sure 3 p.m. on a Friday. If you're not sure, don't say it. 
that's partially because I enjoy my time and I, I that's, it, you know, it reflects with the community too, because if I'm telling everybody, you know, as official content creator, you guys can count on us being here. They said, so at this time, this is when we can expect to get our grind on and go kill motherfuckers in game. Then if everyone shows up at three, it's expecting a lot out of them for them to sit there and wait. And you all, you crusaders are champs. Okay. You're champs, man. You all have sat there for four hours on a day when we didn't get to test at all. That's because you're badasses. But, you know, not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody's willing to do that. And for people that maybe aren't dedicated to the Crusaders community here on the stream or to, you know, don't know a whole lot about Ashes, for them, that can be a bad first impression. And they may not come back for six months to a year or more. Because their first thought might be, meh, they can't even do it on time. Well, why should I waste mine then? That's my criticism. And that's something I want to see addressed and polished and maintained moving forward. Because it doesn't just work for me and my time or the Crusaders. It's for all those people that check in. They, they could be watching Tally. They could be watching Peon. They could be watching the big wigs. And they're going to have the same impression. So, what are some things you're hoping to see from that live stream moving forward? Um, I mean, I would say definitely um, one of the things that I think the community marketing lead is known for is just, you know, or, that's one of our responsibilities is going to be organizing the live stream. So, I'm hoping that, you know, we kind of get to a pretty crisp format. I mean, I think they've already been evolving towards that with kind of how they've been set up the past few live streams. I think that's been working well. So mm -hmm. again, I mean, definitely a view of the roadmap would be great. Um, they mentioned they were going to do kind of a deep dive on what to expect in Castle Siege mode. I think they did something mm -hmm. similar somehow or another with the BR mode. Um, so I'm not expecting a lot of new information there, maybe just re uh, iterating for people that might not be familiar with what Castle Siege is all about. Um, I'm hoping part of that includes, you know, if they're, you know, doing some of their preliminary class kits, which they did implement in the MMO footage. I'm hoping that's going to be part of that castle siege mode. And I hope we do get to see that hybrid combat in castle siege as well. I don't know, that might be a little, you know, too high of a bar, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> and, and given how quickly though, they've resolved a lot of these other issues. I'm expecting to see some progress, some polish in, you know, implementing the castle siege mode. And I'm hoping, like you said, they nail down a timeline. They build enough buffer in there. So if something goes wrong, they at least have, um, you know, have a fallback so that it does, you know, meet whatever timeline they publish. Um, and I think, you know, like you had mentioned, there was a pretty detailed update on the web accounts. I'm hoping that issue is truly resolved by the 11th um, because I know that's uh, something that a lot of people are saying, hey, do they have their stuff together? What's going on with their website, et cetera? I mean, I think the new website is, is great. It's, you know, definitely does a good job of differentiating between Apocalypse and the MMO, but obviously some of these other things that people are used to have in some form of working order, like their accounts and mm -hmm. what they've purchased and all of that, I just hope that that um, 
you know, that is, is all done and dusted. And then I'd like to hear a little bit more. I know there's been a little bit of noise on the community about the payment processor mm. that some people on the internet have had some issues with this, you know, either they've gotten charged when they shouldn't have, or they've gotten their information compromised. So I'm hoping Stephen, who kind of jumped right on that in the discord said, Hey, I'm going to, you know, make a call and look into this right away. I'm hoping there's an update on that payment processor as well. So people um, hopefully can get some peace of mind here. Cause I know that's, that's going to be a big thing as you know, considering how much, is going to have to go through that um, with, you know, cosmetic purchases and ultimately the game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I would say those are kind of my main points is hoping to get a little more meat to the castle siege mode, hoping we get a, you know, a good look at a roadmap and some updates on some of the open issues. Yeah. You know what? I'm really glad you brought that up too, because I, I do remember seeing that and I'm surprised I didn't make note of it. So I'm glad you did. Um, I'm just going to say Zola. It's like X-S-O-L-L-A. I have used, like I've played a variety of games in the past and they do charge. I saw there were a lot of concerns that the charges were like really high, but they're really not that high. They're not that, I mean, it ain't Steam high. You know what I'm saying? Like when you do a purchase on Steam, they take a crazy cut, a crazy amount of whatever it is you sell in the market. They can make a kill them doing that. It's not it's not that high. It's a relatively small percentage. I would compare it to maybe maybe even like lower than PayPal if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong about that. But I've used Zola before on a variety of games. I've never had a problem with it or the amount they've charged. I've always found it to be reasonable. Um so I'm not sure about the situation, but again, I do agree with you because Steven, he was real quick to get on that and uh address it and I'm just saying to you all, it's it's my perspective and opinion and thought here that that that's like they're not it's not that bad. Um, it could just be some confusion about it, maybe a fluke accident. I've never had a problem with them. I don't think they're that bad. Seem pretty, um, oh, that's the word I'm looking for. Pretty uh, reasonable, if you ask me. Um, so with that being said, so what do you feel like are the biggest hurdles in 2019's timetable? I mean, I might sound a little bit like a broken record here, but I think a clearer set of milestones post-Alpha 1 um, is definitely going to be something that I'm looking for, um, you know, as early as possible this year. I mean, I'm sure they have it. Maybe things are still kind of working themselves out, um, but definitely feel like that is something that the community is really looking for. Like I said, they don't have to go to star citizen levels of detail, please no. don't, but at least give me something that I can kind of hang my head on, look forward to hype, you know, and as a content creator and a fan, just know what to expect over the, the course of the year. And also, you know, definitely keep those lines of communication open if mm -hmm. you know something isn't gonna make it um as early as possible so that way you know as again as a content creator as well as a fan i'm in the loop i mean at the end of the day i know things don't ever go as planned in mmo development or in game development or in development in general but um if they have any hope of Kind of making this before 2020 commitment that Stephen has thrown out there for a while, they should have a clear set of milestones in place as soon as possible this year. Um, 
I think some of the other hurdles that they need to get through, though, I, I do see them making progress each test is just the, what I call the critical path, the server stability, the large scale encounter mm -hmm. um, stability. That's kind of the goals of the alpha. Um, I think there's probably two other, eh, well, let's say three other major hurdles that I would say they need to kind of get through. And that's a strong foundation on the hybrid combat system. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've only seen a really small snippet of that. So that needs to be, I think, in a good place by the end of Alpha 1. Um, the other pieces that I would say need to be in place by the end of Alpha. Alpha 1, I would say the key systems um, around uh, no progression, caravans, Taverns, questing, I think by the end of Alpha 2. Uh, and I think class and class progression by the end of Alpha 2. Those are, I would say, the really core bread and butter systems that I think need to be in a good shape by Alpha. And then they're just working on polishing for Beta 1, 2. Um, this isn't necessarily a milestone or a hurdle, but I think something that we, I think, continue to want as fans. Um, as backers, as part of the members of the community and content creators, is a way for us to legit silence some of the critics um, and show more than what they've shown in the December live stream on the MMO. So do some studio tours. I know Steven has talked about that. Open up you know, the content creation team to do some more detailed interviews with the developers. Do some blogs. I mean, I know, you know, Margaret Crone has done a lot of that um, on her channel. So if she can bring something like that to the table, having like a developer walkthrough, um, I've seen a few of those. Like, you know, Anthem has done them. Um, I've seen even some indie developers doing that, just doing like a quick experience. It's very personal. It really helps kind of flesh things out. I think as they get further along, those types of personal touches are really going to explode in a positive way in the community. So I think those are the kind of things that I'm really looking for in terms of hurdles and in terms of things they can do. So really two schools of thought around mm -hmm. that, really focus on the communication and the plan, and then now showing you more evidence, more of the execution. Because I think, again, I don't think they're sitting on their thumbs, not doing anything. They're not just working on a BR, you know, let's put that to bed. They are working on an MMO. Now we just need to get, you know, see some more tangible evidence of that. Um, other than the team saying, hey, we've got some great stuff for you. Can't wait to show you. I think at, personally, I think that's great. That excites me. But I want to um, be able to show something tangible to my audience. I want to show, I want the community to rally around these developments because I think the team definitely deserves the credit. Mm -hmm. um, and, and because they've been so heads down, they haven't had time to really come up for air and tell us about this. Now with Margaret Crone in the, in the mix, I'm hoping that that um, continues to kind of work and work on in a positive way of, and change because I think that's what the community really needs to let the hype train get back into high gear. Yeah. I agree. I think, uh, you know, I just want to say one thing that I think would be really smart. It would just, this would be something cool to do in other 
you know, partner program, content creator programs, whatever have done something like this. But, you know, one thing I've thought was during the VR, I felt that a lot of the steam and the momentum for the MMORPG audience was diminished due to this isn't, I don't give a shit about this. Like you would have definitely captivated them more if you just gave them a generic ass open, open world MMO environment, which was a lot like Alpha Zeros. Uh, I just, I stand by that. I do believe that you would have, you would have kept them interested in looking at the world, um, you know, as, a, as going on adventures and finding little random things that perhaps you'd never see again because they were only in this testing phase or something, right? Like the sandal getting moved around on the BR. Um, but I think that one thing that would have and would still, so Steven team, if you're listening, Margaret, this is some, a good idea, I think. That would help to bring those MMORPG people back into watching and incentivize them to watch would be, you know, the one of the perks of the official content creator program is this cosmetics that we're supposed to be able to get to give to our community subscribers, et cetera, right? Um, I think it would be cool if they did something like, hey, guys, we're going to make this cool, you know, apocalypse outfit or something, tattered, war-torn, you know, kind of an outfit or whatever that you can get exclusively on an official content creator stream, which now promotes the official content creators, gives people a reason to watch them, then in turn gives MMORPG players a reason to come back and watch Ashes of Creation in all of these states, the BR, the Horde mode, the Castle Sieges, and you say you have a chance to win, and you, you know, if they did it, Twitch drops even, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That, that's something that happens in partner programs. Twitch drops activated, just watch any of these guys or whatever, and, you know, give the MMORPG audience a reason to come back just to be part of this process and cosmetics do it, man. People like free shit. If you, if you tell them you either have a chance to get it via drop or these guys have a bunch and they're giving them away and you can get this and you can wear it in this or the MMORPG since that's going to be crossing over anyway, then you bring more people back and you help drive some of the traffic for the game because part of what helped ashes of creation. And this is on Twitch, for example, is the higher a game's viewership numbers are, the more people are going to come check it out because game-wise, it's ranked up at the top. And just like the game audience itself, if you got a high viewer number, whether it's the game or as a streamer for a game, that's where people go. That's where people look. If we get Ashes up there on the concurrent viewership number by bringing the MMORPG audience back, you then also bring in all these random people on Twitch who've never even heard of it, and this is one of the things we're looking to do in is to get the free marketing, right? That's why he's, he's up, you know, utilizing content creators and stuff. Uh, this is one way to help do that. And it helps to get your MMORPG audience engaged and involved and help keep them informed on the correct information instead of some random person's post somewhere going, nope, not an MMO anymore. Well, shit, it was only $50. I kickstarted whatever F this game I'm done. At least I didn't invest as much as Camelot Unchained or, you know, any of these other games, right? I'm, it's just food for thought. Give incentivize people. Give them a reason to come be invested, especially now in this period that maybe they don't prefer or care for a whole lot. That's just an idea. As far as, like, the road markers, I'm, I'm going to say it. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. You've got quarter two for Alpha One. One thing that's got to be working by then is what? The hybrid combat system. 
that's what april maybe may something like that in there it's like four months maybe from now i'm just gonna throw four months and say that's just a meh number we'll go four months four or five months if you want to go middle quarter quarter two or whatever right the hybrid combat system's gotta be working currently the action form of that and from my experience in alpha zero the tab target worked just fine but when you're combining those systems and you're saying that's going to be in there along with capping level 20, eight archetypes, four races, we've only seen two races and that was in Super Alpha Zero. And that was really rough. And right now we see the humans and the BR testing mode. You've got a lot of stuff that people haven't seen yet that could all be done right now, could all be sitting there done, ready to roll, that nobody's getting to see yet. Um, my concern is that we haven't gotten snapshots of any of that stuff that will, again, reignite the fire for the MMORPG community. So I feel like they've got to get this combat system squared away by quarter two. It's got to happen. If that doesn't happen, I'm calling it delay, big delay. Because if that's not done, you've got all of this. Sure, it's traditional systems, but and sure, I've seen nodes work and everything. But again, based on my information that I currently have at hand and based on my experiences with games and granted, I'm not a developer in any means. I'm just a guy who likes to play a lot of MMORPGs and I've got a lot of experience doing it. That's, that's it. That's all I've got. From my experience, a community is nervous when they don't see that. And they've given the snapshots of look how quickly we can switch modes. People need to see things like the different races right? The questing system doesn't work for me so much. People need to see, again, more of these other, you know, like crafting. Is that system even being worked on? If it is, like, snapshot it for a second, even if it's roughed, you know? And this is a perfect opportunity to take what you said, give the content creators, give the content creators a reason to go, let's go jump in here with Jeffrey today. We're going to go run around and do quests, right? Daedalus is on his stream, and He's like jumping in and he's jumping on there with Peter and they're digging into crafting, right? Right? And, you you know, Sim's running around and, you know, lurking outside of a keep, you know, they're getting into whatever, man. Just, you got these people that can, can help showcase this for you. Utilize that. Utilize that and give people snapshots. Even if they're just basic, people will be like, oh, crap, cool. It'll, it'll reinvigorate the hype. And, yeah, theater will heal. Amen to the races. Like, that is something we haven't seen outside of concept art. Like, if you went right now and we're like... Even if it was more concept art, but more detailed concept art, and, you know, even some 3D kind of animation stuff, like they did with the trolls, corrupted trolls, and, like, the uh, the griffins that we've seen skins of, or any of that stuff, like the, uh, the, the, the coin the monster coins you can use for the monster, the spider boss, the demon spider, whatever, like any of that stuff, any, any small glimpses you can give people through this process of that is going to be beneficial. So those for me are some things I feel like in the next three months should be seen by the public and the sooner, the better that I feel like should be seen a lot more by the public, especially next couple months. I think by the end of February, I feel like really we got to see more of that. And I feel like it's vitally important we do along with communication 
you know, if the goalposts change outside of what we are looking at now, update us. Like the minute that changes, live stream it, update us, explain why, own it, and then go, but here's where we're at. This is our new ETA. I, I, I feel like that the community is so, in, overall, the community is invested and have put so much of their faith and hopes in this that, and you've heard so many, including myself and you have been like, if it gets delayed a bit, I'm good. If they make it right. I feel like that's the overall consensus for a lot of people. Just inform us of that. Keep us informed on that. Um, the things that I feel like have got to happen though, are they've already got the breaking of buildings and stuff like that in there. I feel like you've got to get the races out there soon. You've got to get the archetypes ready on time for quarter two. The eight archetypes got to be there, right? No later than quarter, the end of quarter two, you should start seeing the 64 total happening as we're into quarter three, which is alpha two, right? Because if you're not like right as you're hitting alpha two, got that hybrid system going along with the, the uh, archetypes and the augmentation, that's going to delay. So that's one thing along with the action combat. Those are the two big things I see is if these things don't happen on time, we get delayed significantly probably. But that's that's just my thoughts. It's based on nothing other than my experiences and what I've seen so far and probably a little bit of speculation of what I'm concerned about based on past experiences. But those are those are my thoughts about it. Um, I feel like we've definitely... A lot of agreement there, yeah. In chat, thing TL, you're right. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Um, look, clearly, I, I'm in it come hell or high water. Like, it's just a fact, man. I dug into playing that BR as much as I could stand it, and that was basically on little sleep. So it's a, I could stand it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I could stand all this a lot. Clearly, I'm invested. Don't get it twisted. These are just, this is just realistically what I see as being my main problems or concerns currently could be completely wrong. They could be like, boom, and just mic drop my ass and be like, okay, well, so about that, you guys, clearly they had that shit right there in their pocket, you know, right there in their pocket. They were ready to drop that on right on my forehead. That's fine. I'll take it to the face. Cool. Whatever. But uh, kind of, kind of winding down here. What I'd like to know, Daedalus, is uh, what's realistically achievable in your mind, and then what would your to-do list for this year be if you had to be like, this is what I want to see the most right now, and here's why I'd like to see it by. Um, you know, so from my perspective, I think my biggest concern and kind of where realism to me is is kind of invading my thought process is is around the timing right so it feels a little jarring to go from a persistent alpha right in july to a launch in december i mean maybe for a single player game yeah i could get that but if you're talking for a really ambitious full featured mmo that's where I have a little bit of heartburn. And it's not because I don't think the team is capable. Um, they've proven, you know, in the talks that I've had with them, that they're in this, you know, full on. But I feel like 
maybe because we haven't seen a lot of those behind the scenes, we haven't seen a real roadmap that I, I need a little more information. Like you were saying, we need to yeah. know that combat is well in hand. We need to know that the class system is well in hand. Some of these other things that they've really talked about fleshing out like crafting, like, you know, other types of progression, really core systems. Those are the things where they need, really need to crank out. And they may surprise us. I mean, they've got 100 plus people working on this. So they may say, oh, by the way, Zoink, here, you know, here's a blog that shows you all that stuff you've been asking for, right? And they release those in the first quarter. So for me, I mean, those are the things that I really want to see and kind of reiterate. I'd like to see some studio tours. I'd like to see some developer walkthroughs. They don't have to be that often. Maybe they do something once a you know once a month. They you know pick a CC or a group of CCs and just go nuts on the environment and the MMO. But to me, we need to change the narrative from communicating apocalypse. Which, like I said, I don't have a problem with apocalypse or you know how they're monetizing that i mean they need to make money to run servers they need to make money to pay their employees otherwise we don't have an mmo right so again it's no more um it's something shady than it, any other cosmetic only microtransaction mm -hmm. right but to me what we need to start focusing on um from a communication standpoint is back to the mmo right we know they're using this data it's helping the mmo they've demonstrated that now let's talk about the mmo um the other concern i have and what i think is is definitely something they need to shoot for is really honing in on when backers are testing um historically and it has improved um and to give them credit there but historically there was a lot that happened at the last minute so streamers were kind of kind of caught unawares, um, had to do a lot of prep quickly. Um, people that had slower connections had to download the client, um, you know, and ended up missing tests because they didn't have time to download the client. So the more they can do to really schedule that so that they can thoroughly test it, not only internally, but also with actual people that are back in the game that have committed to testing. Because Steven time and again has said, hey, guys, this is an iterative process. We're going to want your feedback and be able to incorporate that feedback in some form or another, right? I'm not going to say everybody's ideas are going to make it into the game. That's not feasible in any development, yeah. but at least making sure they have time to iterate. Um, so to me, focusing on those pieces and really knowing when people are going to be able to get in and test that actually you know, bought in to get into those tests. Mm -hmm. um, I think the other thing that would be really nice to know, and this is probably more for testers than anything else, is what kind of structure they're going to have around the testing. What testing goals there are. Some other MMOs that I've been involved in, either backing or following, have been really focused on, here's our testing goals for this test. Right. So more communication like that would be great. So people know what to expect. Um, I think they're starting that ball rolling already with what they're hopefully going to be talking about this Friday. Um, but that to me is a, a major thing that they need to look at. 
And again, just to reiterate, personally, I'm not upset um, if they do add some time onto this and say, you know what, we're not going to release until Q1 I would not have heartburn over that because at the end of the day, if I back an MMO, I want it to succeed. I want yeah. it to be successful. I don't want them to release something that, that the wheels are going to fall off within the first month. Right. Right. Because that to me is a disservice to the community. It's a disservice to the developers who have worked so hard. So if they need to delay, fine. Just be communicative about it. Really focus on what your milestones are, how you're tracking to those milestones. Those are, I think, to me, the key things. And you already kind of took, you know, my thoughts, you know, 100% on what needs to be working by when. I mean, those are, to me, goes without saying. And I'm sure the team has it in their mind, but, you know, we're going to let them know anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what we do. That's what we're here for, right? Yeah. Right. You know, the the one other thing, too, is I was going to say, is we, we were talking about this briefly right before we got started today, um, tonight, rather. But uh, I've the distinguishment between the two, like separate them more focus on the MMO, less on this, uh, actually the creation apocalypse. Um, with that being said, they did one really important thing. I noticed when we were beginning our live stream tonight, that ashes of creation and ashes of creation apocalypse are two separate games. You can now categorize yourself as when you stream and, or, you know, post on here, whatever. So good news. They're starting to make that distinguishment, starting to separate that. Um, I'm hoping that that's kind of part of the process that where we see more focus on the MMORPG and not so much of these are the same thing. Because when you're on Twitch and it's like Ashes of Creation, but then the images, Ashes of, Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. MMOBR. Break that shit apart. Keep it separated. Focus on the MMO. Let people test and play this thing. I agree. I agree, King. And it'll be a, it'll definitely get rid of a lot of drama. Um, other thing, other thing, what was I going to say? Yeah, I think for me, it's just, just get, yeah, I already mentioned my timeline, right? What I, what I feel like is really, uh, is feasible. Uh, I, I'm not super concerned if they delay it. Uh, if the MMORPG gets delayed a bit, um, I'll be impatient, uh, but you know, if, if I've got this clear image of when that's going to be and you keep me up to date on that, I may not like it and I might be impatient, but I'm going to be okay, right? Because there's no, one of the worst things you can do to somebody in this world is leave them not knowing, right? Like, why'd she break up with me? She won't talk to me. She won't tell me. I don't know why, you know, why did they just ghost me and not meet me here? Where did my friends go? Like, you know, even going from being kids to, to older people, the just the construct of someone not knowing and not being able to get an answer causes anxiety for anybody. Unless you're like, you know, sociopath or something. That's a different story. But my my point, my point is, if you keep people in the know, they may not like it, but they won't have an overall sense of concern that they have something to worry about. And I feel like that is a big part of the reason that that has been happening. So you fix that, feel like you're going to be all right, man. Um, but we've we've rounded off this episode here of Ashes Pathfinders. <laughs> right? So different name, same place uh, with the new co-host. Uh, and 
moving forward, uh, we're going to be doing this on Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Pretty consistently, if that changes, we'll let you know. I didn't announce this one. I was testing a theory on something, um, but also it was kind of our like test run with this, and it went pretty good so far. Um, so there will be a little more promotion coming up next week for this. Uh, possibly be doing something interesting at the end of it as well. Don't want to talk about it yet. Still in development. Let you know as soon as I do. See how that worked? That's more of that shit, right? Just more of that. <laughs> but Jeff, I'm sorry. I love you guys, but fuck. <laughs> and Soup can lose his shit too, right? There's a clip somewhere, by the way. I'm going to have to show you all. So on that note, if you want to join more of the conversation, join our Discord. It can be found in the bottom of the description here on uh, Twitch and or YouTube. Um, join the community, the crusade, and the conversation. If you've enjoyed the content, YouTube or on Twitch, toss a follow, right? Uh, drop some of your comments. Let us know what you think. Um, healthy conversations, welcome friends. And if you drop something quite interesting and tasty, I might indeed dig into that on the next episode. Um, Daedalus, with that being said, if you'd like to let everybody know where you reign, sir, and how they can find you and your content. Sure, sure. So you can find me um, primarily on YouTube. Um, I do go under the Ashen Herald. I also post all of my videos on my website, ashenherald.com. And hey, if you like to tweet, you can find me at, at the Ashen Herald and also twitch.tv Ashen Herald. So thanks, everyone. And the next episode will be, like I said, next Monday. I will look forward to seeing you all then. Have a great week. Till next time, I'll catch you on stream, ladies and gentlemen. See y'all.